What's up, y'all? What's good? Before we get started, I want to talk about my day for a little bit, you know? My job is not in particularly difficult. Um, it has its difficult moments. But, like, I hate working a nine-to-five. Like, <laughs> I absolutely hate it. Like, the idea that I have to go to a building... Um, and be there for nine hours and work for the company is like, <laughs> I'll keep it there for right now. But like, I'm really grateful and I'm really blessed that I have the opportunity to even have a job because there's a lot of people who don't have that right now. So I am extremely grateful for that. Um, it's just been very difficult for me to be in one area, one space for that long. Um, the sun is sunning. The sun is sunning. Nonetheless, uh, I'm trying to find and do different things that kind of switches up the monotony of my day. But it really be blowing me because by the time I get home, I'm just like, bro, I hate everything. <laughs> and, I, and I, that's whenever I know, like, okay, like I had a, a rough day. Like, a, a, I call it like when I feel like my head is just full of clouds and just I'm really foggy to say the least. Um, and so today was one of those days. Um, but I came home, I meditated, I stretched, I did all the things that I needed to do to make sure that I kept, you know, me up here together. But y'all, I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> I'm not enjoying it. But nonetheless, let's get into today's topic. Um, what should they be saying? If this is your first time here, welcome to the Inside Perspective. Uh, if you've been here with me, what's up, friend? Hey, friend. Um, today, I want to talk about relationships. And the question is, the big question, the main question is, are you toxic? Are you toxic? I had to realize when I was toxic, right? And I didn't see it until the end of the relationship that I was in, um, just because I realized how much envy anger and jealousy that i had within myself and i always say i don't get jealous because if i'm jealous that means that you have something that i want um and if anything i'm more so territorial like you're trying to get close to something that's mine um and that was out of ego it was out of ego yeah i'm sipping on something sipping sipping um, but yeah, it was out of my ego. It wasn't out of the fact of like, oh, they're getting close or they're talking to, you know, my lady or they talking to my dude and oh, I'm getting a little, you know, no, I just was like, why is you in her face like that? You can have a conversation with her a couple feet back, but that was just me. Um, but that's not the reason why I was toxic. I was toxic because I only allowed my emotions to be present in the relationship. Um, hers, his, theirs did not matter. Um, it was all about me and how I felt because in my mind, how I conduct myself is that I'm already thinking about what's best for the both of us. Like I, any situation that comes, I'm making sure that we're both benefiting from it. So like, I'm more important. Toxic, <laughs> extremely toxic. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of how I handle myself and like almost every single situation within my last relationship. Um, I always put me before them, even though in my mind I was thinking about the both of us, but 
but I never let my partner have their chance to speak to how they felt and what they wanted to do. Um, and that was just one example of my toxicness um, <laughs> in my last relationship. But I got a couple of questions here that I really want to touch on. Um, and the first one is like, what does being in a committed relationship look like, like for you? So like for me, being in a committed relationship, um, that we're in ex and we're in an exclusive relationship. Like it's just me and you rocking. Like we not, we're not just dating. Like it's it's just me and you, and we're working towards deepening our connection and strengthening our relationship. Like that should be the main goal. And like I want to experience different things with you. I want to try and try different things and learn different things and just do all different types of crazy stuff uh with you like you're my person you my excuse me my bad y'all but um yeah you're my person you're my go-to like you're the first person i want to call whenever something good happens in my day um i don't even know how else to explain it i'm such a lover girl like i'd be deep in love y'all like deep <laughs> deep in love um but that's okay because i love that i love hard i love extremely hard even in my friendships um, I love extremely hard, but I want to focus on romantic relationships right now. Um, and so for me, like I said, a committed relationship looks as if we are both building towards the common goals based on the pillars we decided to set on uh, at the beginning of our relationship, at the beginning of our connection. I just keep seeing a B right here. So that's why my eye keep going. But nonetheless, I think I spoke about it in the previous episode of like the currency in order to even be in my circle is like intelligence, um, uh, strong-minded, confidence, all that stuff. And so I have like a whole nother set of uh, pillars when it comes to my relationships that I would speak to my partner about and be like, okay, so the one, our pillars are going to be love, commitment, consistency, honesty, like those are the things that I see within a committed relationship for myself. Um, so you really have, I feel like in order to go into a relationship, a committed relationship in the right way, you have to have the mindset of, okay, like what is the point and purpose of me being in this relationship? Like, what do I want? What do, what do I want? But then what do we want out of this connection? If y'all don't think a committed relationship is what's going to work, um, then you're going to need to understand that and and just maybe stay with the connection that y'all have. But as you know, if you're willing to take the next steps and you and that person are committed to taking those steps, then like you got to do it. You got to make it happen. This is a question that I've been even talking to my therapist about. Right. So that's how you know it's real. Whenever I go to my therapist, is it OK to be a mentor in your relationship? Like, is that all right? And I wish I could actually remember the answer she gave me. I probably wrote it down from one of our sessions. I'd have to go back and, and, and find it. But I be she said yes, but it comes down to, are you trying to be their mentor out of ego or out of just genuine, authentic support for your partner? Like, that's the, that's the thing. So it all comes back to your intent. Like, are you trying to mentor your partner so then you can say, oh, yeah, I taught you that. I'm the reason why you're where you're at today. Those are toxic things as that that's toxic, um, which honestly leads me to another point. And my therapist asked me this question. She told me um, she asked me. Uh, 
I'm trying to word it the right way, but she basically said, um, are you authentically in love with the people that you're in a, in a relationship with or, or are you in love with the characteristics that they possess that you wish to possess eventually? So she basically, I felt like she was calling me a narcissist. <laughs> Cause it's like, are, are you falling in love, falling in love with people authentically or are you falling in love with the idea of who you want to be based on what they can offer you? She had me really thinking in that session. <laughs> um, and so my, my next question was, was like, well, then should I stay with this individual? Because technically I'm acting as if I'm a parasite to them. Because I'm just sucking them for sucking them dry basically of what i wish to possess characteristically if that's a word characteristically yeah i'm sucking them dry characteristically of what i want for myself and i'm not even authentically loving and appreciating who they are based on that characteristic um so i asked her like so does that mean i should leave the situation like because i'm not any good to them i feel like I'm, I'm toxic to them at that point and so she told me that if I'm able to identify it, share that with my partner and my partner's still like, no, I love you and I want to be with you. Now it takes the true intentional work of, am I loving my partner authentically or am I loving my partner because of what they have? And to just break that down a little bit, because yes, have an appreciation for your partner, but let it be just that. Like, the analogy that's coming into my mind, um, if anybody ever played like Mario Smash Brothers, uh, Kirby, he had like, or they had, I don't know what Kirby's pronouns are, but <laughs> they had this power that basically they would suck in the net, the, the, their opponent and then they would become that, that opponent and then they would have the powers and the things that the, their opponent had. And so I found myself doing that in relationships. Um, and so she basically told me or what I ended up coming to the conclusion of was that I have to learn to, yes, love and appreciate my partner authentically and allow it to just be that and not try to Kirby it <laughs> and suck them dry of, I keep saying suck them dry and I'm not even gonna hold y'all, my mind keeps going somewhere else, but we're gonna stay on topic. We must stay focused, we must stay focused. <laughs> but like basically uh, taking those characteristics that, that, that they possess and finding a way to inhabit it myself. Um, so I had to separate that and I'm currently learning, like, that's where I'm at right now. I'm currently learning and, uh, and that's probably why this isn't coming across, or maybe I think it's not coming across the greatest way because I'm currently learning how to separate the two between appreciating and loving my partner authentically, all the while not trying to take who they are and possess it myself. Hope that made sense. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got next. Um, oh, this is my favorite. They're probably all my favorite. I low-key came up with them. Nonetheless, are we picking partners that are projects? Like, this isn't Build-A-Bear. Don't pick a partner just because you know that you can help them become better. They have to want that for themselves. You don't go and find a partner that's just like, oh, well, they don't know how to love themselves. They don't know how to communicate. Um, they don't know how to do it any of these things but i'm gonna get in a relationship with them and i'm gonna teach them and i'm gonna love them and da, 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 da. that's literally emotional abuse like you're signing up 
for emotional abuse. Take another little sippy sip. Hold on. So you're signing up for abuse, emotional abuse, by doing something like that. Um, and I use the Build-A-Bear analogy because whenever you go to Build-A-Bear, you get to pick out the type of bear animal you want, the stuffing you can put in, where you're going to put the heart, what you're going to name them, all this stuff. And it's fun, right? But that's an inanimate object. You can't do that in a partnership because now how I'm interpreting is like, yes, relationships take work, hard work. But you want to select a partner that's also on the same playing field as you because you're only as strong as your weakest teammate. And your teammate's your partner. <laughs> and I want to use this analogy gently because I'm not saying that you shouldn't get with somebody or shouldn't date somebody who's struggling with depression or struggling with anxiety because everybody deserves love. But you also have to understand what you're sacrificing while doing that. Like, if their partner is truly working hard and willing to put in the work to be the individual that they can, that they need to be in order to be their best self in order to bring that to the relationship, then that's lovely. That's perfect. But if they're not, you're just carrying dead weight. You're carrying dead weight and then you're making yourself feel obligated for their growth. You're being toxic to yourself, let alone toxic in a relationship. You're being toxic to your own self. You're not even giving yourself the ability or the chance to be your best self because you're already dedicating damn near your entire existence to make sure that your partner's good. And they're not even trying on their own. It comes back to boundaries. You can get hit back. What was that, episode two? Enter your villain era. <laughs> like, sometimes you have to let people go, and, and that's extremely hard like there's there's a few situationships that i had to love them from the distance love them from a balcony like <laughs> there's this one situationship that i was in right and this individual we had our ups and downs nonetheless we're we're friends now we're cool now but during one moment when i was an undergrad um this individual Texted me, hit me, said that they wanted to come over, right? They want to come over and chill with me. They get there. We're laying up in the bed. We're chilling, watching a movie. I'm probably about to knock out. Excuse me. So I'm probably about to knock out. And I guess they thought that I was asleep. And it's not that I was creeping, but, like, if you're on your phone and we're laid up, I'm cuddling you, like, I'm Big Spoon. I can see your phone. And in this individual's phone was them texting another human being that they wish they could be with them. And in that moment, you would have thought I'd have jumped up out the bed like, you can kick rocks, boo. You can go ahead. If you want to go be with them, go be with them. I don't know why you asked to come over to see me when you texting other people, you want to be with them. This was me being toxic to myself and this individual being toxic to me. Love was there. Don't get me wrong. We definitely loved and cared for each other, but it was toxic because I sat there allowing myself to feel inadequate, not worthy, 
second place. And I just allowed this person to lay in my bed next to me. That's supposed to be my safe space because I was I wasn't confident enough in myself to say, you know what? You can go because that's lame. Because if you want to be with somebody else, go ahead. But I didn't do it because there was no def definition of the relationship. There was just, oh, we're just kicking it. We're cooling. But whenever you allow yourself to be in that. All right, deuce. Come on, bro. <laughs> but when you allow yourself to be in these certain predicaments and when I allow myself to be in that predicament, I made myself feel so unworthy of just the love of my own being. And that's what a toxic relationship did to me. I was so wrapped up and involved in this other human that I started to neglect my own self, my own emotional well-being, spiritual, physical, like, shit, my grades. <laughs> my grades, like everything was just going downhill because I was so worried about this individual's health. Like I was trying to make sure... It, they were okay. I'm sitting here making study guides for them. I'm helping them with their work. I'm going to go pick them up food. Meanwhile, I haven't eaten how many hours? Like, I was doing all these things that they knew that I, I would do. They knew that I would go and make sure that they were good. And they knew that I'd make sure I'd take care of them. And because they knew that I would always be there for them, they treated me like I was second place. Shit, they treated me like I was last place. <laughs> it took me a couple months to get over this one. <laughs> I'm not even going to hold y'all. Um, honestly, though, I'm not mad at myself anymore for staying in that situation. Uh, for a while, I was just truly disappointed in myself. But it took me to realize how I was allowing myself to be treated like once that hit to where I as I was like, how mad can I be at this other person if I'm allowing the treatment to happen? I'm allowing myself to be disrespected. I'm allowing myself to be belittled and left to feel less than. And whenever I finally decided to take my power back, oh, they did not like that. <laughs> they did not like that at all. I was all types of bitches and hoes. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you got to take your power back. I mean, you can't allow the people to make you feel small. And whenever you find yourself in toxic relationships, you have to ask yourself, like, what am I doing in this space? What am I doing with this person? What's my intent? If my intent is just to get some cheeks, get some cheeks. Enjoy yourself. Communicate that. Use your motherfucking words and communicate that. But if you know that... You got some feelings for this person and you really feeling them and, and you want to see if it can go somewhere looking into potentially having a committed relationship. Use your words. Use your words. Like I said before, my mom told me, if you don't ask, you're already at no. But if you do ask and you get no. Cool, now you know you don't have to waste time with this individual anymore. Y'all can just kick it as friends, kick it as homies, and keep it pushing. But whenever you allow yourself to kind of keep teetering back and forth with that individual, one, both of y'all being toxic at that point. Especially the other individual, because they know that they're not feeling you in that capacity, but they're still using you 
as if y'all are in a relationship or working towards that. Stop letting people use you. Stop letting people use you. People know what they're doing. Don't let anybody ever try to tell you, oh, I ain't mean it like that. They know what they're doing. That individual that <laughs> came over to my spot and then hit somebody else on some I want to be with you, they knew what they were doing. But I allowed, you know, them sharing things that they may not have never spoken about in general. They shared that with me. Their intimate moments, their their scared moments, all those times where they felt scared to be vulnerable, they felt safe enough to do that with me. And I allowed those moments to overpower the disrespect that they were giving me constantly. And from that moment forward, <laughs> after that situation, I never allowed anybody to treat me as if I was less than. Especially if you're trying to say that you're in love with me. Because love don't look like that. Love don't feel like that. That was toxic love. Does sex be cool? Don't get me wrong. Toxic sex? But that shit's not worth it. I'm telling you. You better off going to the sex store and finding yourself your own toy and busting yourself down something crazy on, on, on your own time. I promise you. It's not worth it. It's truthfully not worth it. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> Come, coming from me, you know? So we have to think about how do we define love? And what are we willing to tolerate within love in our relationship? I don't tolerate disrespect. I'm not. I won't. Definitely fucking won't. But I can tolerate miscommunication, misunderstanding, anxiety, depression. Those are things we can talk about and talk through. So whenever I define my love, even just how I want to love somebody, I want to love somebody fully, deeply, like deep ocean darkness <laughs> depth of love. I want love. I crave love so deep that when I wake up, the first thing I want to do is just give you kisses all over your face. Like, I want a love that's so mesmerizing and intoxicating that it wants me to be better. It wants me to be a better human so that I can be a better partner. That's the type of love I want for me. So you really have to sit there and ask yourself, like, how do you define love? For me, I had to love myself before I knew how to truly love somebody else. I knew how to give love, I knew how to be love, but to genuinely love somebody, I think I'm still learning. Definitely still learning. I know how to give affection and attention, but love, like deep love, I feel like that's just different with every person because every person brings something different out of you. The love that I had with a high school relationship and then comparing that to all that I've learned from high school through college through all of that and now the love that I'm able to give now it's just completely different I'm not saying that I loved anybody else less but I loved them with the capacity of love that I already had within myself but now I'm, I'm at an area in my life that I'm learning how to love healthily I'm learning how to love without ego. I'm learning how to love with patience. 
and learn how to love non-judgmentally because it all started <laughs> here with me. Like I really had to understand the relationship that I had with my inner self, my soul. And I had to un untie myself. Like I was tied, I was holding on to so many things. I was just hardening my heart, hardening my soul that it wouldn't even allow me to love properly. And that's why I was so damn toxic in my last relationship. Don't get me wrong, I wasn't entirely toxic. <laughs> but I certainly had my toxic moments. And my partner and I, you know, I spoke to that and I apologized for it because I know that I never gave them the space to actually grow into the person that they could be. I was already holding the standards so high that they never even had the opportunity to to get there. And I was already like mad at them for not being there. Like the, it just wasn't fair. I wasn't loving them fairly. I wasn't loving them fairly at all, but we're learning, y'all. <laughs> we're learning. We're learning how to do these things. Um, I'm like clearly open to sharing and talking about these things is for me as the best way I can learn. Um, it's just talking out from my perspective, hence the name of the show. <laughs> um, talking about my perspective and, and I love whenever y'all DM me and talk to me about like, hey, this was my this was my take on this and this is how I felt and here's this book. Like I love that stuff. Like please definitely keep sending sending those things to me like that. Um it it, it definitely Makes me feel good to know that y'all are interacting with me um, and, and helping me grow and learn in this process as well. Um, but uh, the last question that I have, uh, which I feel like is a good little wrap up question, right? But uh, it's, um, how do we know if somebody is the one? Like, how do you know when you're in love per se? And uh, I don't have a direct answer for that. Um, I know for me, I've certainly been in love before, definitely been in love before. And the way that I knew that I was in love with this person is just the the feeling that I felt whenever I held them or I hugged them. Like, bitch, there was fireworks going off in my chest every time, no matter what. Like, I was just woefully in love with this, with this human, this individual. Um, and it made me want to be a better person. It made me dig deeper into uncovering my traumas and paying attention to the things that I might have been ignoring that just wasn't really helpful for myself. Um, it made me want to be better. It made me want to try new things. I felt comfortable in, in uncovering certain secrets and, and certain secrets that I had. I, I felt comfortable enough to be my most vulnerable self and me being me, that that takes a lot. Like, I don't let very many people see me. Um, but now as I'm growing, I'm learning that vulnerability is basically my superpower. It, it's a superpower um, to be able to unravel and let go and show that side um, has truly been an awakening process for me. Um, and that's what love felt like for me in my, in my past relationship. Um, so I guess you can tell when somebody is the one, but maybe they're the one for that moment, that season, that year. Um, but that just because y'all break up or you go separate ways doesn't mean that they weren't the one. 
I think we have to get away from the idea of that we only have one true love or one match for life. Like you have multiple soulmates, you have multiple opportunities to fall in love and be of love and be with love, be in love with someone. <laughs> um, you have multiple opportunities. Um, I know they say like there's, there's plenty of fish in the sea. And I know we also love to say, but that's my motherfucking fish. And that could be very true. That could be your fish, only your fish. But just because that if they leave or move or walk away, don't feel as though that you've wasted your time or you're no longer worthy of love with another person. Like, go ahead and heal because it's going to hurt. <laughs> it's going to hurt. But uh, go ahead, heal yourself, learn from it. Look at the reasons as to why or why not the situation didn't go to where you wanted it to go. And uh, <laughs> uh, allow yourself to grow from it. Allow yourself to grow from it all. I think we want to really start looking at things as opportunities for growth um, instead of situations that killed us, that hurt us. It doesn't mean don't act like it didn't hurt, but just try to get a little different perspective, <laughs> if you will. Um, but yeah, y'all Make sure you're not toxic in y'all relationships <laughs> Make sure you're taking the time To really know what you want Out of a relationship Pay attention to who you want to be And who you want to become In your relationship I'm all in my nose, I'm sorry y'all Be intentional With your love Because not everybody deserves it So I'm gonna leave y'all with that but uh, thanks for hanging out with me on another episode of the Inside Perspective. Um, y'all enjoy y'all night, y'all evening, y'all day, whatever time y'all listen to it. Um, have a good one, y'all.